Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. Oh, how great 
what's up? This is Michael Tate. It's the story of a Jesus freak who was ready for the worst. Pastor Lee knew he was being watched by the Chinese Public Security Bureau. He knew the risk of preaching at the house church, as he did every Tuesday. Pastor Lee had been arrested many times and beaten to the point where he vomited blood. Once he was beaten with his own Bible. He also knew Chinese citizens can be sent to labor camps for up to three years without a trial. So he was ready. He even had a bag packed with a blanket and extra clothing. Still, he preached that night without fear. Sure enough, armed officers burst through the doors and arrested him. Lee was ready. Are you? How do you respond to the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.net. Savior, God in the flesh, the Lord Jesus Christ, is victorious. And this broadcast is about this very truth. This live presentation is about declaring, proclaiming the simple message that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus is victorious. That's why I played that praise music at the beginning of the broadcast. What better way to uplift the Lord Jesus Christ than to offer our praises, our adoration to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. For he is indeed king, for he is indeed Lord over all. The scripture tells us, the holy scripture, the sacred scripture, and having disarmed the powers, disarmed, that's a key word, disarmed, the powers and the authorities, He made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. And that is what this broadcast, this live presentation is dedicated to. To ensure that Jesus Christ is declared as the liberator, as the deliverer, as the savior, as the healer. For that is truly the message he wants you to hear. He is the Savior. He is the Deliverer. He is the Liberator. He is the Healer. And He's available for you tonight. We've been blessed to have listeners literally around the globe, on nearly every continent, who listen to this broadcast, who are blessed by the teachings that are offered on these weekly presentations. And tonight, we're going to dedicate this broadcast to the message that Satan that Satan that Satan has been defeated by Jesus. That's the truth. The Savior has destroyed Satan on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett. I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. My friends, he was born in a lowly manger. 
while still a young babe, a contract was put out on all male children under two by King Herod. They were to be slaughtered. When Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary, the promised Messiah had arrived, and all hell was terrified. Satan, the devil, that ancient serpent known as Lucifer and his demons knew the coming of our Lord and Savior, our King, Jesus Christ, was trouble for them. So they used King Herod's rage. You know the story. King Herod was in a rage, and they used that rage to compel him to put a contract out on all male children with the hope that Jesus would be killed. But you know what happened. Satan failed. For those of you who follow Satan, those of you who desire the things of Satan, of the devil, you're following a loser. You're following somebody who's been defeated at the cross. You have been following a loser. Is that what you want, to follow a loser? Satan has failed. And up until Jesus was about 30, he worked in a carpenter shop. Then for the three years of his public ministry, he forgave sin. He healed those with diseases. Those with a broken heart. And he had compassion on those who were lonely and desperate for love. And perhaps you're listening to this presentation. You're lonely. You're desperate for love. He has compassion on you. Remember, the Savior has destroyed Satan. And because he has destroyed Satan, he can destroy the strongholds in your life. And he can pour out his love and his compassion, his grace, his mercy into your heart. Those of you who are listening, they're lonely that are desperate for love. Jesus fed the hungry. He raised the dead and walked on water. Just to name a few of the miraculous things that he performed. He was sent to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. He came to seek and to save what he what that which was lost. While still a young man, the tide of popular opinion turned against the Lord. His friends even ran away. One of them even betrayed him. He went through the mockery of a trial and was turned over to his enemies. That's right, he was turned over to his enemies who unmercifully mocked and beat him. The Bible says that Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. They had the Lord Jesus scourged. The Roman scourging, my friends, was a vicious, hideous, ghastly act that was administered by one trained in torture. One trained in torturing. The device used in scourging was a small circular piece of wood, sort of a whip, to which was attached several strips of leather. At the end of each strip was a chunk of bone or a small piece of iron chain was attached. The one who scourged Jesus, my friends, was no doubt a trained killer who brought the whip down upon Jesus' shoulders, upon his back and legs with incredible force. Jesus Christ endured a brutal, my friends, a gruesome beating that left the skin on his back hanging, hanging in long ribbons. The stone pavement of which Jesus was upon was no doubt wet with his own holy blood. The soldiers not yet finished with the Lord Jesus twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on 
his head, the long thorn so pressed on his scalp that he began bleeding again. They proceeded to put a purple robe on him and went up to him again and again and again saying, Hail, King of the Jews! Hail, King of the Jews! In utter blasphemy, they struck him in the face. And Jesus was taken to be crucified, my friends. Jesus was crucified on a cross. He was killed on a cross, bearing his own cross. Jesus went to that place of the skull. It was here they crucified. It was there they killed the Lord Jesus. The killers probed that wrist. Look at your wrist for a moment. Look at your wrist for just a moment. Jesus offered his wrist for you. Some of you listening to this broadcast have considered suicide, have considered constantly death, believe in hoping that death would be a gateway to relief. I'm here to tell you it's not God's will for you to to take your own life. For Jesus Christ laid down his life so you wouldn't have to. And that's the beautiful promise of the atonement, of the blood sacrifice, of the holy atonement, the sacrificial death of Jesus Christ on a part of cross. He died. He was killed so you wouldn't have to kill yourself. The killers probed that wrist. That wrist that you are looking at, they probed the wrist of Jesus to find that little hollow spot. It was there in that hollow spot they hammered. They hammered, my friends. They that hammered that rusty old nail into his wrist after nailing him to the cross was accomplished. The killers, those who murdered, who were murdering Jesus, proceeded to nail his feet to the cross. Incredible pain in his wrist. And his feet was no doubt sheer pain. Then after Jesus died in that blood-stained, cruel cross, a soldier pierced his side with a spear, bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. It was there on the cross. It was there on the cross, my friends, the Lord had laid upon him. Laid upon him the iniquity of us all. Laid upon the Lord Jesus the iniquity of us all. Jesus Christ took your sin, my friend. My brother, my sister, the Lord Jesus Christ took your sin. He suffered. He suffered. He shed blood. He shed blood. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus Christ. The holy blood, the holy blood, the holy blood, the holy blood, the holy blood of Jesus was shed for you. He died on the cross to provide us forgiveness of all. Jesus Christ, the Holy One of Israel, bore our sin. He bore everybody's sin upon the cross. As I'm sitting here in the studio right above me, just to the left of me, there's a beautiful picture I have, a portrait, I should should say, drawn, created, I should say, by an eight-year-old young lady, or an eight-year-old girl, I should say, an eight-year-old girl, by the time she was eight, the portrait is titled the, the Prince of Peace, 
in his eyes. There's so much love and compassion. He went to that cross. He went to that cross. There's a passage I just thought of as I was looking at the Lord, looking at his beard. There's a passage I would like to read to you. It's in Isaiah chapter 50, verse 6. I offered my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face. From mocking and spitting. I offer my back to those who beat me. My cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. Jesus, Jesus. As I look at the portrait of the Lord, I see his beard, his precious beard. Those demonized killers pulled out that beard. They really tortured the Lord. He went through that crucifixion, all that torture, so that one day you and I could have all of our sins forgiven. If we would just trust Him and accept His work on the cross on our behalf. And then we too can experience God's complete forgiveness. You know what? Satan again lost, for the Bible tells us that since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity, so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is the devil. We believers know, and we embrace the fact that we can overcome Satan by the blood, by the blood of the Lamb. By the blood, by the blood of the Lamb. Satan hates that blood. Hates that unique blood. That blood of Jesus. For it is through the blood that was shed on the cross that defeated him now and for all eternity. For all that blood from his beard. Jesus defeated Satan. After Jesus' death, with Pilate's permission, Joseph, a follower of Christ, came and took the body away. With the help of Nicodemus, they laid our Lord's body in the tomb. Then on the third day, on the third day, my friends, on that third glorious, beautiful, powerful day in time and space in history, Jesus Christ, our King, Jesus, 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 who was God, bodily raised from the dead, from the grave, victoriously over death, the powers of hell, Jesus Christ has defeated sin, death, and the devil himself. Jesus is our reigning Lord. He is alive, and he is a Lord and alive for all to know. And after his bodily resurrection, Jesus stayed on earth for 40 days to give full proof of his deity to hundreds. Then from above up the top of Mount Olive, Jesus ascended to heaven where he is now. And as you can see, Jesus has indeed, has indeed defeated sin, death, and Satan. I'm declaring that Satan is in submission. I declare that on the authority of God's word. 
And if you have your scriptures, turn with me. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 22, which declares those who, concerning Jesus, who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with angels and authorities and powers and submission to him. So if you're a believer in Christ, I want to encourage you, my friends, on this broadcast with this verse. And it's my hope and prayer, it's my desire that you'll draw comfort from this truth, that we who are in Christ, in, in, in Christ, hidden in him, in the heavenly realms, have victory over all the evil in our world. And those of you who do not have a relationship with Jesus, my hope, that as you listen to this broadcast, you would trust Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins. You know, the Apostle Peter writes in verse 22, who, of course, referring to Jesus, has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with the angels and authorities and powers in submission to him. And as you can see in the beginning of verse 22, the statement that he, Jesus, has gone into heaven after his ascension from the top of the mount, Jesus entered heaven. Jesus is now at God the Father's right hand, which, by the way, is a position of highest privilege and honor and authority, whereby now he is praying on your behalf. The Bible tells us, therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him that is above every name. So if you're a believer in Christ, one who has put your trust in Jesus Christ alone for your salvation, you could draw encouragement that your Lord, your Savior, is victorious over all evil. And all of us need to be reminded of this and to hear this. So despite what the enemies may be facing, what kind of attacks and enemies you may be facing, or what circumstances you might find yourself in, the fact is you have overcome the enemy. That's the truth. Now those of you who need to be born again, just call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Say, Jesus, save me. Jesus, save me. Give me your peace, your love, your joy, your power. And he will save you. Even now, even now, he loves you. That's what the cross is about. It's about love for God so loved you. I bless you, my friends, in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.